Hey, hey, everybody, and welcome to episode 57 of the Computer Business Marketing Show. Today's episode is brought to you by Tech Reputation. Tech Reputation offers IT business owners a simple and effective way to manage, acquire, and market your positive reviews online. In addition, the online dashboard includes the ability to enter your company details once and have it published automatically to over 60 directory and review sites and keep it updated, synchronized, and without duplication. For a 14-day free trial, visit techreputation.com TSB and you get 10% off your setup and monthly subscription, also with a no-risk 30-day money-back guarantee. Again, that's techreputation.com TSB. Today's show is also brought to you by Tech Blog Builder. Tech Blog Builder is the writing service for IT businesses. We craft content that converts website visitors into customers with 100% unique, SEO-ready, professionally written blog posts delivered on a consistent schedule. Learn more at techblogbuilder.com. On today's episode, we have our good friend Patrick Palmer on the show to talk about a cornucopia of marketing topics. We cover tech support scams, coffee shop office hours, fake Facebook likes, Google alerts, and how all this helps him to be the trusted go-to computer guy in his area. All that and so much more coming up right now. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Computer Business Marketing Show. If you work or own an IT services business, this is the place to learn how to get more clients, keep them happy, and grow your revenue. You can watch, download, and or subscribe to all show episodes at computerbusinessmarketing.com. You can also catch our live stream right now on Facebook. That's Thursday evening at 7 p.m. Eastern. Just be sure to like the Tech Site Builder Facebook page, click the following tab, and then select See First so that the live stream will jump to the top of your newsfeed. All right, guys. Well, today, um, you know, as can happen with these types of live shows, uh, you know, I have guests book, booked and stuff happens with the guests. And if, you know, if they can't show up for the live show, I still got to do the live show. Uh, so luckily, I've got a lot of a, a great group of folks hanging out in the Computer Business Marketing Facebook page, um, uh, one of which is my guest today, and that is uh, Patrick Palmer. Uh, you might recognize him from being a guest previously on the show. Uh, he's also a regular in the Computer Business Marketing Facebook group, and he is, as you can see there, the computer guy. Uh, and so we're going to talk to him uh, in a minute uh, about, uh, you know, just some kind of topics in marketing that have been coming up in the Facebook group and some of the stuff that he's seen uh, going on in his, uh, you know, his daily uh, workings uh, on the ground, in the trenches, fixing computers for folks and running a computer business. Uh, but before we get started with that, uh, just a couple announcements. Want to remind you guys to check out the Computer Business Marketing Newsletter. That is uh, the place to go to get your weekly uh, digest of tips and tricks to uh, grow your computer business. We have the latest podcast episode in there. We've got some curated lists of different news stories uh, that are around marketing. Um, we got uh, t- always a tip of the week for you. And we have a kind of a curated list of some of the best Facebook posts from the Facebook group. So if you want to get all of that in your email inbox uh, every week, check out the Computer Business Marketing Newsletter. Just head on over to computerbusinessmarketing.com and fill out the form there at the top and uh, and you'll be on the list. 
And uh, before we get into the interview, just want to give a shout out to our sponsor, and that is Tech Reputation. Tech Reputation offers IT business owners a simple and effective way to manage, acquire, and market your positive reviews online. So let's break that down. First, manage, right? You, you get reviews from different places, from Google, from Facebook, from Yelp, and there's like dozens of other places where people could leave a review about your business. And you don't even have to uh, physically have set up a profile on those pages. A lot of these places, these business directories will scrape the internet, grab your business info, and then start marketing their services to consumers saying, hey, we're a directory, rate your experience with the so-and-so company. They'll go and give you, you know, two stars or whatever, and you don't even know that exists on the internet. Um, so what Tech Reputation does is it helps you manage all of your reviews online by giving you a list of all of your reviews and aggregating it all so you can see, you know, how, how's the health of my reviews doing? What are my average ratings? How many ratings am I getting from different platforms? You can visit those review sites to see, maybe have a chance to respond to a, a not so favorable review. Um, so that's the manage part. Uh, the, the second part of the equation is the acquire. Um, so you want to get good reviews and sometimes, you know, you forget to ask or you, that might not even cross your mind to ask your customers to leave a review for you online. Um, you might say, Hey, if you had a good experience, tell your friends, that's good too. But you also want to get that online proof because more and more that's becoming kind of, uh, a big deal. People are looking at your business online to see what your reputation is. We're actually going to get into that a little bit later in this episode about, uh, um, you know, reputation and reviews and uh, that kind of thing. But tech reputation can help you with that by um, basically they'll send a message to your customer when you're done with service and it integrates into some of your favorite uh, automation platforms like Repair Shopper and, uh, and Synchro and some of the other ones that are out there. And basically when, when you're, you know, you close out the work order, it sends an email to the customer saying, Hey, you know, rate your service with us. And if they rate it well, then it's going to send them to one of the online review services to leave a review. If they say the service wasn't so great, then it gives them an opportunity to come back to you to help uh, alleviate whatever problem they were having. So that's, it's called a uh, review funnel and it helps funnel the good reviews to Google or wherever and the bad reviews back to you. The third part of that equation is market. Market your positive reviews. So with Tech Reputation, it gives you a little widget that you can put on your website, or uh, it creates nice little um, graphics that you can put on your Facebook page or wherever that highlight your reviews, how many stars, a little quote, um, and uh, you can put that, you know, have that automatically show up on your website or wherever you want it to. Tech Reputation does integrate with TechSite Builder. So if you sign up for both of those services, you can get your reviews, aggregated reviews online automatically posted to your TechSite Builder Facebook page, totally hands off, and you can keep those reviews coming in. Um, so all of that is available uh, from Tech Reputation, uh, and you can check it out with a 14-day free trial plus 10% off your monthly subscription and setup fee. So once that 14-day trial is done and you're ready to uh, use it, then uh, you can get 10% off. Just go through the URL techreputation.com slash TSB and uh, follow the instructions there to get 10% off. And they also offer a 30-day money-back guarantee. So even after you pay, if something comes up and you're not satisfied, uh, they can give you uh, your money back within 30 days. That's all available for you at techreputation.com slash TSB, and we thank them for being a sponsor. 
All right, so let's jump into uh, the interview. I have Patrick Palmer here, the computer guy. And uh, Patrick, before we jump into kind of the, the topics that we're going to talk about, why don't you just remind folks, you know, where you are, uh, what you're doing, and uh, how long you've been in business. Yep, uh, I'm, I'm Pat Palmer, the computer guy here from Hampton, Iowa, and that is just in north central Iowa. And I think I've covered it before where I'm located about, oh, 45 miles from the Minnesota-Iowa border, south right on I-35. And uh, if you've heard of, i uh, use some musical references as my cat comes up here. He, he might be bouncing around a little bit. He's needy. He's very needy. Um, uh, Mason City, Iowa is our next closest town. I do a lot of business there. And if you've heard of the Music Man uh, or Buddy Holly, um, Buddy Holly, Richie Valens, the Big Bop were killed oh, in a plane right. crash outside of there. And so okay. anyway, Music Man is, you got trouble in River City. River City is actually Mason City. And that's, real, that's a town of about 30,000. I do a lot of business up there. And I, I, I'm a traveling tech. I don't have a shop. It's in my home right in the next room over here. And I used to have a shop and I, I used to have an employee and I just found there was kind of a little dip there for a little bit around mm. 2010, 11. You, I wasn't seeing the home user paying $250, $300 anymore to fix their computers. It was like, I'll just buy a new one. And, you know, you're still going to have right. to have the data transferred. You know, explaining that was a rigor, rigor, you know, a rigorous uh, thing to do. Uh, so, anyway, I, I travel around. I have a route. I go to... I go north two days a week, I go west today, I go south today, and I go east today. So that's kind of what I do. And um, last year, I think I drove about 32,000 miles. Wow. I'm trying to get more into the remote work. I just haven't, I'm lazy, I haven't done that yet. Um, what I'm really looking forward to doing is, oh, and my website's thecomputerguy.bz. Find me on Facebook, you can follow me there. Uh, a lot of, I just talked to three techs this morning and said, hey, can I use some of your graphics uh, to promote, you know, what you're doing? I said, sure, go ahead. I don't care. Hmm. Um, I would rather have techs from Minnesota or Georgia or whatever borrow my stuff than the techs that usually steal it from the next town over. That's why I get I a, little, ask you, probably. a little edgy about that. Yeah. Um, and then, then bad stuff happens and then I get called names. But um and how long anyway, have you been in a business out there? Uh, 20, 22 years this year. 20, 20, yeah, 22 years, yeah. And so I've, I've seen the evolution of this. And I see, you know, with, uh, uh, you know, with the, the smartphones and the tablets and whatnot, I see our business shrinking a little bit on the home end, end user type of thing. But I don't really see it shrinking as much on the business side. I get, I'm probably getting more business now. They've, they've fired their IT directors or they just don't hire them or they're part-time. Pat, can you come in? And really the home business part of it built the business part of it where someone says, you know, my computer's screwing up and I got Pat taking care of my computer at home. Why don't you just have him come into the shop here and, and see if you can fix it? Right. And so I've gotten a lot of business that way. I've got a lot of referrals with customers uh, on Facebook. The other day I just put out there a link on Facebook. Hey, if I've done you, if I've done you a good job, um, leave me a review and boom, like that, I had about 120 new reviews. Oh, wow. I That's had a couple of bad program. ones just from some drive-by ones that I just hate. Yep. I know your review manager guy could have probably uh, saved those for me, but, uh, and I had one from about six months ago, you know, in Iowa, we have spotty cell phone coverage in some places and it went down in a valley and, and dropped the call. Well, the guy thought I hung up on him. Mm. 
And I thought the conversation was over. I thought he hung up on me. I didn't give it a second thought. Gets on Facebook and Google both and just rips me a new one. One star, if it even deserved that. And, right. and so <clears throat> anyway, somehow, some way, I provided a service for a relative of his or donated to do a cause because I, I give back to our community. Anyway, he, he said he come back on Facebook and said, about six months ago, I gave Pat a really bad review and I'm here to reverse that and say a bunch of good things and all sorts of stuff. And so I don't exactly know what I did. I really, I thanked him for it and uh, we moved along. <clears throat> but um, like I said, in Iowa, we have these, you know, peaks and valleys and he thought yeah. I hung up on him. I thought he hung up on me. So they anyway, make it, they make it, it's, it's way too easy for people to leave a review, like just, you know, on a whim. Uh, they could just be having a bad day or something, and then they can leave you a one star review. And especially if you're just starting out, you know that can tank your your reputation in just one fell swoop. And usually, I, I call them out. I say, you know, I uh, Sue, I checked uh, my bookkeeping records. I don't think we've done business together. Right. Uh, you may want to review this. You know, and some are just drive by ones. I it used yep. to be on your phone on Facebook when you were going through your phone scrolling on your phone. Uh, it would automatically hit one star first, and some people didn't know they were even doing it. Interesting. And yeah. so that's that's kind of what we had. Now it, it it's uh, kind of a a little check system. But anyway, so, what I'm really looking forward to is uh, before we get into everything, is the convention in Chicago. I'm really looking forward to that. That's been yeah. Uh, I, I got in on that right away, and uh, uh, that's good my thing you first, did because it sold out quick. Yeah, that's my first convention I've been to since 2010. I went to something in Ohio um, at the factory that used to build computers and whatnot. I, can't, I used to order it, order stuff on there. Uh, the guy used to call me once a week, do you need anything? You know, it's like he had a stogie. Do you need anything? Right. No, I don't need anything. So anyway, but anyway, I went out there twice to some little small town in Ohio where they had a factory and, and uh, toured their plant. And then after that, I never, never went to another computer convention at all. I've, I've done a lot of social media conventions, been speaking at them and attending them and entrepreneur conventions, but this will be the first one out of the shoot. And I'm glad we're it's in Chicago from, yeah. I drive a half hour North, uh, 75 bucks gets me one way. 75 bucks brings me back. So, uh, that I'm excited nice. for that. Um, wizard world is going to be out there at the same time. So I'm going to go on Thursday night and check out a few, uh, few things at wizard world too. So that's what I'm excited about. Got to double up, right? Is, is you going to be in town. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm a big, yeah. So anyway, I'm a big fan of that of that, and I'm I'm really looking forward to meeting a few people that I see on your site, and uh, right. maybe they're looking forward to meeting me. Who knows? <laughs> but uh, anyway, yeah, what we've be been, great. what we've been dealing with in Iowa lately, and, and I, I'll preface this by saying that we still all have our landlines, and we're all old, and so that makes us a perfect a perfect target for these phone thieves that call people and they're predators uh calling people saying that they're uh from microsoft or they're from the windows <laughs> and uh <clears throat> now they're they've been spoofing hp numbers and i got one there today um because i still have a landline i've got my my shop number and my landline home phone number they roll into my uh cell phone and so I had uh, some tech from HP claim that I bought something from HP 
<clears throat> and I was owed a refund of $175, and if he just let me into the computer, he could get me to the website I needed to go to claim my money. Mm -hmm. And so we had some fun with him for a while, and, and they get frustrated. They swear they hang up. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm surprised I'm on their do not call list. You know, I should be. <laughs> right. But these, these older people, and, and from Iowa, we have a slogan called Iowa nice. We're really nice. Right. And um, yep. so if they call, we, we have basically three types of calls. We have the, the bogus Microsoft calls. And they, they, they will get in your computer and they will have you hit uh, the Windows key and the R and they'll make you type this and they'll make you type that till they get in. And I do remote repair. And for me, I lose patience when they can't hit the right keys. I can only imagine what these folks from overseas are doing. <laughs> yes. If they had an upper Midwest accent like you and I do, we would make a billion dollars off these old people by scamming them this way. Right. Uh, I'm glad they don't hire people with uh, voices like ours. Well, you and, just gave them the idea. Now they're good. Yeah, out. there we go. Yeah, there we go. So they'll probably hire them through Onforce. <laughs> uh, needed tech that can speak English with an upper Midwest accent and right. likes to talk to old people. So, um, and so the, the next one is, is the IRS calls. This is the IRS. I mean, this is some foreign guy you can barely understand. The IRS calls and you owe this much money right. and you're going to pay this off in an uh, eBay gift card. Yeah, geez, you know, I just didn't know that the IRS took eBay these days. Well, anyway, uh, they scam people on that. And if you don't pay them, they'll, they'll call the police on you. And so they have scared all the old people that, ah, and, and I mean, it's, it's, it's funny to us, but it's, it's not funny to them because when they fall for it, they call me, and usually they get locked out of their computer, and so that I'll cover that in a second. That's the marketing end of it. And the first thing this is, don't tell my kids, because what's going to happen is if, if, you, if Helen has her computer hacked into like that, and I tell the kids, the next thing is, Ma doesn't need a computer. Ma's headed for the nursing home. And, and, and this, and that's just scares the hell out of these older people. They don't want to hear that. They want to convince their kids they're independent. They don't want. And so then with older people too, is the new one too, is, is, uh, the grandchild scam, the grandma, we call them grandma scams uh. where grandma, this is Billy and I'm in Mexico in jail and I need a Western, uh, Western union, Western union gift card and money, whatever <laughs> right. to, to bail me out. And so. Luckily, our, some of our convenience stores around here are aware of that, and they will refuse service on gift cards nice. over 100 bucks. Right. Uh, I know that the, the one lady tried to buy the eBay gift. She needed $3,500 in eBay gift cards. <laughs> Jeez. <clears throat> and, and the one place sold her 100 bucks worth and said, it's a scam. Don't do it. And the other unscrupulous place in the same town says, We'll take the money. Anyway, they sold her $3,400 for the eBay gift cards, and that was it. Boom, everything's gone. So, uh, but now here's what we do. Here's what I do yep. is when they get locked out of their computer, first of all, they may not get locked out. Pat, I just want to have you come over, check all the settings. Usually they put in, sometimes they'll put in CC Cleaner. I saw one yesterday. They put in uh, uh, some bogus sounded official system cleaner 
2000, you know, yeah. that type of, you <laughs> there's know. so many of them. Yeah. 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 And so I just eliminate those. I do check though, to make sure when I'm on site <clears throat> that they don't have a log me in program that's in there or any sort of remote software right. that they can sneak back in on it because then that's bad news. I tell them when I unhook all this stuff, you're going to get a call saying what happened, how come we're not still hooked up and, and all this and that sort of thing. <clears throat> when they call me, I go through a checklist. You didn't let them in the computer, did you? Well, yeah. You didn't give them any money, did you? Well, yeah. You call the bank, then you call me because you got to get that stop. Sometimes they're a little, you know, late on the, on the, on the spot as far as processing that credit card. And if it's, if it's the United States, before the end of the business day, you can maybe get that wrangled back. But what they want to do is they want to have a debit card, a debit card payment. So sometimes that's like that. I've had bank presidents uh, have their moms get swindled on this stuff. And even the bank president says, Mom, they recorded you saying, yes, you agree to the terms of service. Yikes. I can't even get you out of it. Yeah. So, so then what happens next is <clears throat> they say, well, uh, I turn the computer on and it says, what's your password? I didn't put a password in it. Well, they did the syskey thing. They put the mm -hmm. syskey password. So I was running into these quite a bit. And um, so I, I bought a, a disc uh, from Passcape. And, geez, it was 350 bucks. But I, I made several copies. There. I wanted my car, one at home, uh, you know, several around the house. <clears throat> and so anyway, that also helps me with other password situations too. But the Passcape uh, will un will reset the syskey in a matter of, oh, it takes a little while. But anyway, scan, scan, scans. Most normally, if they set the syskey password, it's one or one, two or one, two, three or one, two, three, four. It's really easy because yeah. they had to do it quick. So before you really go all into it, you know, check the one, 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 two, three type thing first. So, uh, but what they do is, is they say, well, <clears throat> we want $400 to unlock the computer or you lose everything because there's no way around it. And so what I do is I usually charge half of what the ransom is and that's what I charge. So uh, if the ransom was 150 bucks, I charge 75. If it was 400 bucks, I charge 200. So everybody. That, that's, that's called, and that's like a perfect example of of value pricing. So you're mm -hmm. not pricing based on the labor necessarily. You're, you're, you're pricing based on the value of the service right. to the, to the customer and you know, your years of experience on having the know-how to fix this, you mm -hmm. can do maybe do it really quickly, but mm -hmm. um, that's not what they're paying you for. They're paying you to avoid the ransom and right. because you're the expert um, and that can be applied, I think to lots of different services. Um, right. It's some, definitely something to think about, but I think that's yeah. a great, great way to look at it. And if, you know, if, if they say, you know, I don't have anything on that computer, I really don't care. Then I just, it's just a service call and I hit the uh, reformat button and away we go. Hmm. So, <clears throat> right. uh, you know, I, I'm there either way to make some money and to provide a service. So if it's reformatting it, it is. But, you know, I said, you know, why you're going to spend a lot of time having me reload all these programs you, know, you put your office in, some sort of antivirus in, and this and that, and get your email set back up. It's going to end up being $200, if not more anyway. Right. Let's just do the code and get it over with. Right. So, and this, uh, these situations um, can make for great um, 
fodder for marketing, you know, just content in general, you know, warning people about these different scams, how to spot them, how to avoid them, you know, all that stuff. Uh, I, I think it's perfect to just keep putting out there on social media and newsletters and stuff like that. Mm. Hope it, you know, hope it helps a few people. And, and, you know, definitely some folks are still going to, like you said, to still fall for it no matter how many times you, you try to warn them. And now you have, what I found out though, is on the cell phone stuff, and even on the computer stuff, there is, I was at a blogging conference about a month ago, and they were talking about plugins that will help you generate revenue. One of the plugins was, must have been used because every time, one of the gals said, every time I use that plugin from that company, I'd get these bogus virus things on the phones, and my, my customers would see a website full of call this number. Hmm. So I don't, uh, off the tip of my tongue, I don't have the name of that company, but be careful when you buy an AdWords package or whatever those AdSense packages are, that they're not filled with these third-party things that send the, the customer to, to call a number for this bogus computer work. Right, and, and, and so when, when, you're, when you're talking about that, is that like plugins like on your website? Yeah, yeah, yeah it's, a, okay. it's a revenue builder for your, they, they named four revenue builders for your website that would place ads gotcha. on your website. And yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I would, I would highly recommend, especially for computer business owners to not have ads on your, on your right. website because you want to be funneling everyone who lands on your website to, <laughs> to your business. Right, right. And, that, and I remember that was talked about on your, uh, on your computer marketing group. Uh, yep. They had quite a vicious <laughs> discussion of that for a while, or I shouldn't say vicious, but energetic discussion that for a while. And right. and I have affiliate marketing on mine, <clears throat> but mine will send it to um, maybe malware bites and I'll get a kickback. Right. Type of thing. Yeah, so, that, that's, I think that's definitely a, di- mm-hmm. that's a different story, right? That's, yeah. that's a product that you're endorsing that you're, yeah. that you're pushing. Right. Um, as opposed to these like AdSense where any random ad could show up right. and it might yeah. be for, you know, who knows what. Yeah. It, it could be for Norton. It could be for Russian women. It just, uh, <laughs> right. you know, it just depends. Yep. Browsing habits. Not that I've ever seen the Russian women. <laughs> um, and uh, so anyway, w- w- I, this has led into another discussion of, and I just posted on Facebook today. Hey, what if on a, a given Saturday morning, I just meet, uh, some I set up shop at a local coffee shop, and we just have a general discussion. Uh, you, if you can't get your iPad to, to get on the internet, or you're having trouble with a phone setting, or some basic basic stuff, let's bring it up and have a talk about the coffee shop from uh, eight until ten in the morning. Uh, the understanding is going to be if it's going to be real labor intensive, then I'm going to set an appointment. We're going to you're going to pay for it. But a general discussion can open up so many of these things about these Microsoft calls, about these bogus things, about general safety on your, your device. Um, so is this and, like kind of like an office hours type of situation where you're there and anybody can come and yeah, kind of, pick, pick my brain for two yeah. hours and I'm not going to charge, but uh, uh, it, it's more of a goodwill thing for me, but I think it will turn into a revenue right. stream. For sure. Uh, because, you know, if somebody brings their laptop in and oh, I just have trouble getting to this one website and it's full of pop-ups, I'm going to say, no, we need to set an appointment for that. That's that's something right. more than, than just typing in. And sometimes you know. it takes those kind of more in-depth conversations to get mm-hmm. someone to convert to a customer. 
mm-hmm. because you know they're not sure maybe they're not sure what their problem is they're not sure if you're able to fix it and they're they're afraid to call you like during business hours they don't want to bother you so that's a great way to open up your doors and say hey come you know pick my brain um, you might need my help you might not but uh, I think that's mm-hmm. a great idea and had one the other day that uh, she called set an appointment <clears throat> and left me left me a message to call her back I call her back and I said how'd you hear about me well I googled yeah okay great um, must have that something must have worked and so anyway I had her booked I was gonna be at her house at two o'clock on a Wednesday and that was just fine she calls me about noon she says you know the more I think about this um, the more the more sketchy this seems I, I really don't think that I'm gonna I want you to come to the house I, I'm just gonna take this to the local guy in town in the next town over and I'm gonna just take it to a shop hmm. I said well yeah. I, I don't understand uh, I said, have you ever had a plumbing problem? Yeah, I had a clogged sink once. I said, did you take the sink into the plumber? Did the plumber come to you? (laughs) Right. Well, yeah, it just seems sketchy. She kept using that word, sketchy. I said, do you ever buy anything on Amazon? Well, yeah, a lot. I said, what store do you go to for that? Well, yeah, I said, you know, I guess guess you're you're just going to lose out then because I said, I could probably take care of this at half the cost what you're going to spend. And I said, if I'm sketchy, so be it. So I hung up on her, but, uh, then have a, of yeah, there, and there's nothing, you know, some, some customers you just can't convince and yeah. they just have something in their mind where they don't want to work with you for whatever right. reason. Yeah. You know? And so, uh, it, it wasn't any skin off me, but it just, I've for, for years, um, you know, when you're born, all you've got your reputation, all you've got your name and your reputation, try and keep that good over the years. And so, you know, that's why I don't, I don't, I don't like to farm for uh, reviews. That's just me because you never know somebody leave a bad one. And, uh, um, but I've also found, you know, I we had a, a social media conversation the other day. I did a class, <clears throat> and someone says, "I don't even want to get in that group that talks about businesses because I don't want them to say anything bad about my business." Well, let's say something bad about it just because you're not there to look doesn't mean they're not going to say anything bad. That's right. You're there to defend it. Or if you've got a good following, they, your customers can defend it. And that's right. that's where I'm at now in my <clears throat> my career uh, is if, if something goes south a little bit, which it happens to all of us, or if it's interpreted going south and somebody leaves you a one star, at least you've got a plethora of people who can jump in and say, hey, you must have had a bad day or it's on you now right yep they can vouch for you basically yeah yeah so that that leads us to the to the discussion that that's been happening uh recently on the uh the the computer business marketing facebook page that's come up a couple times where you know especially with facebook you know you want to uh some people want to make it seem like they're especially if they're just getting started make it seem like they're popular so they go to Fiverr or something and there are these gig, the jobs you can get where you can buy, you know, hundreds or thousands of likes, just, you know, robots or or spammers Mm -hmm. or whatever, liking your page that boosts up your numbers. And then I guess the thought is that then, you know, when someone comes to your page, they see, yo, Hey, this guy's really popular. Let me let, you know, let me hire him or uh, someone else uh, in the group. And I don't think this is true, but said that if you have the more likes you have, the more likely your posts are to be seen by your customers but to me that doesn't make sense because your posts are going to be seen by those fake like people who are your customers 
Um, so, so why don't you kind of tell us your philosophy behind likes? Because your your uh, Facebook page is, has got lots of likes, um, mm-hmm. and uh, those are all kind of natural likes. So first, first talk about you know your philosophy on buying likes, and then let people know how you've been able to build up your your Facebook likes. Well, my my philosophy is that um, if I I doubt I'm going to do. I don't even know anybody in India. I, I don't. I, I can pick India out on a globe, uh, but that's about as much as I can do with India. So. I'm not marketing to India. <clears throat> I'm I'm marketing to the United States. Uh, I, I do let people in Canada see my page. These are all in the settings on your Facebook page. So I've got a few friends in England and a few friends in Australia and a few few of my friends from the United States go to Australia to for this or that. And so I want them to be able to see my, my page. <clears throat> so um, to me, the... It, it really dilutes the base, and we have a, a gas a convenience store in Hampton, and the guy who founded this convenience store said, I would rather have one customer a thousand times than a thousand customers once. Interesting. And so I would yeah. rather have 200 likes of customers that can do repetitive business with me than 3,000 likes of people I'm never going to see and still do business with the same 250 people. Right. And, and you mentioned India because, you know, when you do buy these likes, a lot of times the people who are liking your page are from, you know, East Asian countries or, or countries that, you know, Eastern Europe or wherever right. that you've, you've never visited, you'll never have clients there. And so you can kind of spot, um, uh, you know, a page that has done this. If you look through their, 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 you know, friends list or the people mm-hmm. who've liked them and see, you know, people who, who obviously aren't from the United States. Right. Back uh, in the day, there was a little loophole on Facebook. If you went to their business page, you could look at their most popular customer and where they were from. Hmm. And my competitor all of a sudden got a bunch of likes. And I looked and uh, his most popular customer is from Hong Kong. <laughs> and so I knew right then and there, eh, something's not right. Right. Um, so, um and I've, I've checked a couple of people that I know on your group. I'm not going to mention names, of course. But anyway, um, they, were always blown, they were always blown about how many likes they had. And so finally, here's a website. If you can include it somewhere when this is all said and done, yep. www.fblikechecc.com. Fblikecheck.com. I can then see, and I've posted it a couple times, um, on on your uh, page, uh, some examples. I remember I posted for the one get one person, and then uh, uh, another person. I said, "Well, I said you're not doing too bad." You know, he was worried about exclusion, and if they had students from China right. that came over to the United States to do stuff. Well, college kids aren't on Facebook anyway. It doesn't matter. You know, that's not how you're going to reach them. So. Yeah. Uh, well, so um, so getting into that, so you you mentioned that there's a there's ways on Facebook that you can actually block people from other countries from viewing your page, and that can kind of prevent um, you know getting likes from people who are never going to be your customer. Right, right. And that's you said and somewhere in, I, in your page settings. Yeah, and this I think this I believe this started about 2016, and that's why I discovered it. Might have been a little bit before then. Let me go over my Facebook page here. And if you go along the top, you bring your page up and you go to settings. And then under uh, general settings, 
um, country restrictions is what we're going to look for. And um, so I, you can set country restrictions. You can exclude people from this country or include people from that country. And so, like I said, I've got United States, Canada, uh, United Kingdom, and Australia. The rest can't see it. Uh, right. So there's and, no and, need. And the, the importance there is that, you know, when you post something on Facebook uh, and you don't boost it or you don't pay for an advertisement, only a small percentage of your the people who like your page are going to see it. And and you want to make sure that that small percentage are actually people <laughs> that could purchase your services and that are local right. to you. And uh, so if you get these likes from other places um, and you post something on Facebook, you might be you, a bunch of people, a bunch of robots in India are going to see your, your right. post. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, when you boost... Um, when you boost a, a post or when you, you know, purchase a, a Facebook advertisement, you have the option to send it, promote it to people who liked your page. So you want to, mm-hmm. and then, or to people who like your page and their friends. So you want to mm-hmm. make sure that the people who like your page are in your area so that their friends are also in the area. And it just, it, it pays right. off, you know, in, in multiple ways. And of course, as I always say, Matthew, every time a post, uh, a post is boosted, <laughs> A kitten dies. <laughs> Probably yours. <laughs> that's why I don't have any kittens. <laughs> yeah, there's so many posts. But uh, that's, that's and we have this, um, I once while I drive uh, north to Minneapolis, <clears throat> and um, there's a, a social media guru up there. I, I hate the term social media expert because nobody's an expert at any of this. Um, and, you know, she's got 10,000 likes. And in her class on Facebook advertising, she promotes doing this. Hmm. And so she's got 2,200 people from the United States who like her, her page. Uh, and the next one is Bangladesh at 3,000. The next one's India at, you know, 2,500. Yep. And it list goes on and on. I mean, it's, it's just so sad because she's steering people down the wrong road, I right. think. Yeah, and I think, you know, that, that might have worked way back, you know, when – in the early days of Facebook when really it was just the likes was it. That's all. The more likes you had, the more popular you were. And that was like the currency, but now there's, there's so many other things going on on Facebook and likes don't really hold the weight that they did before. Um, And you really do want likes to just be legitimate customers or people who could be your customers. Yeah. Back in the day when Facebook pages started, I think about 2010, the only way to see content on a business page was you had to like it. Right. And so what I did was, uh, of course, I'm a big proponent of doing parades. Uh, Every Saturday I'm out doing a parade. Um, And so in the the local Franklin County Fair Parade in our county, it's a big, huge parade. And I would number Frisbees 00 to 99, and then I'd throw them out the window. And um, at... Before the parade started, I would I would write down, or after the parade ended, I would write down four, three numbers, and then the first frisbee was drawn. That number was <clears throat> sixty-two. I would post that number on my Facebook page. You had to like my page to see the number. Right. And so, throwing out a hundred frisbees, and there was probably oh, I'd say ten thousand people along the parade route. So. And they all knew they, to see that number, you had to look on Facebook. And that, that and is so, a, a great way to, to get likes, right? You want yeah. likes from people who 
Uh, it's great to have likes from your customers who are your right. customers, but it's even better to get likes from people who aren't your customers right. so that they can, yeah. you know, get into your kind of your ecosystem of, yeah. of And I knew they were, they were in, in my town. They were yeah. right along the prairie, right, right down main street. Yep. And so I knew they, they knew how to get to Hampton, my town. So anyway, yeah. So then, then they open it up and then you didn't have to, you know, you could see all the content without liking the page. I right. wish they'd go back to that. I really wish they would because that would really build a lot of likes for a lot of people. Legitimate <laughs> yeah. likes. But likes for other companies don't make Facebook money. So no. <laughs> and I always look back. at, you know, I always, right now we're dealing in North Iowa and maybe you deal with it wherever you're at too, is on Facebook you'll say, enter this contest. We're going to give away this mouse. And to win this mouse, you have to like our page. You have to like the, the post. You have to comment, you have to share, and you have to tag four friends to win right. this mouse. Well, little do most people know that, that most of that is illegal to do on Facebook and could get your page taken down. And, and the rules, the terms and conditions, you don't have to like a page to enter the contest. Right. You, you can like the post, you can comment on the post to enter a contest, you can't share the post, and you can't tag people in the post to run a normal contest. Hmm. That's why I, I like WooBox. Or rafflecopter rafflecopter what they do is is when you set this up with rafflecopter you can capture their email address that's what you want out of a contest you don't care if they like your page you want their email you want their contact information so you can require them I want a contest their day from uh, Minnesota tourism uh, with their science center I want it for my in-law my uh, my nephew and niece and, and their parents um, Entered through Rafflecopter, they captured my email address, which I give them my secondary one for Windows uh, and Citing Salesman. Uh, I had to visit their blog and I had to type a comment on their blog that got recorded. I had to like their Twitter page, type something on their Twitter page. I had to like their, I had to go to Facebook and type something on their Facebook page. That's how I got multiple entries into that contest through Rafflecopter. And great. so those are what made your brand. I don't see. Three Musketeers uh, candy company putting on their page, like, share, and tag five friends who like Three Musketeers, and you'll win a case of Three Musketeer bars. I just don't see major brands. These major brands are spending oodles and gobs of money on social media managers, and since they're doing that, maybe I can learn a little bit from them and not make the same mistakes. Um, a few years ago, one of the major brands, I don't know, I can't remember if it was Doritos or Oreos, had their page suspended for a while because they had too much information in their header. Uh, they had a call to action or something in their right. header, and it used to be an 80%, you couldn't have more than 80% of your covered in text, whatever. Right. Couldn't, used to, you couldn't used to have a phone number in your header. Yep. Uh, that's so, changed, right? You can, they, they've relaxed those rules these yeah, days. Yeah. Yep. But what they don't, Facebook doesn't want your contest to interrupt other pages. That's why hmm. the sharing and the tagging is strictly forbidden, but yet there's no way to report it. And that's what I wish they would. Mm, so, right. But, so, um, moving on, we, we have time to cover maybe one more topic. And, okay. and you had mentioned earlier about, uh, Google alerts, how you can use Google alerts to, uh, Help you kind of get visibility into to what's going yeah. on online. Um, I love Google Alerts. I put my own name in there. I put my business name in there, and I put my competitor's business name in there. So, anytime in the media, if my name, I, I have also my town name. If Hampton, Iowa, is mentioned in my town or in, in online anywhere, it sends me a Google alert for what my town is. And maybe there's a news story. Maybe I can contact that source and say. 
I'm from Hampton, Iowa, and here's what it's like in our town. Or I can turn that news story into some sort of a marketing thing with my computer business or social media business as well. So those are a couple of things I use with um, Google Alerts. Uh, that's just handy for me. Or if my competitors are doing something, I want to be on top of what they're doing yeah. and see that's, if my name's mentioned. Right. That's 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 a that's something that I hadn't thought of doing is is putting competitors in there. Um, that way you can see, maybe you can see like what marketing they're doing. Maybe if they get mentioned in the paper, you can see, you know, what they're doing and, right. and how to either copy or, or do better <laughs> than what they're mm -hmm. doing. Yeah. But I mean, but, sometimes, you know, um, um, you know, buy, uh, Xbox store, uh, gave a hundred dollars to the little league team. I mean, and that would pop up in my feed maybe, you know, gotcha. <clears throat> um, gotcha. so Stuff like that. I just I just track competitors, and I just bought another competitor's website today that's been abandoned. And if, if somebody had that, their bookmarks, their favorites, and went to it instead of a four hundred four, it gets forwarded over to the old computer guy here. Love it, and that you do that with phone numbers too, right? I, I yes, yes, I bought several that. phone numbers out. <laughs> yep, last time. Because once you buy somebody's phone number, you just bought their company. Right. That's right. That's great. Well, hey, I, I think we're about out of time, but I lots of lots of great tips, lots of stuff for people to. Uh, to take back and implement. Um, Derek in the chat said, this conversation is gold. And uh, uh, yeah, and, and Michael said, uh, there's nothing like genuine reviews from real people. By the way, Michael Fieros, he's going to be a guest on next week's show. Yeah, um, I saw that. We're going to chat with him about what he's been doing uh, in his fairly new business. So we have kind of a veteran in the field here today. And then uh, Michael next week is going to um, give us kind of the perspective of someone just starting out and he's doing a lot with, uh, with social media as well. Um, and I, I certainly look forward to talking to anybody who wants to sit down for five or 10 minutes at this, uh, tell me what the convention name is again. I can't. IT owner's compass. It is uh, a mouthful. IT owner's yep. compass. I, I, the, the big, the big name of, of things now is called summit. Everyone's right. having a summit. <laughs> right. Yeah. We want <laughs> to be a little bit different and, and, uh, and so, you know, something that, that you don't hear often. Uh, and so IT owners compass, I think is good. Um, cause there's, you know, part of the, part of the thing is going to be a boat ride down the Chicago river. So, you know, not only will we guide you <laughs> with your compass on your business, but we'll also actually take you on a boat and guide you, you down the river. Um, so yeah, it's going to be a great mix of business and pleasure. And, and I'm really looking forward to that. And uh, even if you don't, hey guys, if you're listening, even if you don't have tickets to the event, just come down to Chicago while we're while we're there and and uh, say hi if you're in the area, because um, we're going to be hanging out those evenings um, at some of the places around there. So look forward. The White to Sox are in town. The Cubs are out of town. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Good to know. Good to know. All right, man. Uh, so uh, if people wanted to say hi or just say thank you, where can they find you? I know it's not hard. Uh, they they can uh, the computer Pat the computer guy is my Facebook page. Uh, just start there and we'll go from there. Pat, the computer <laughs> right. guy is there. Uh, like the page and, and you know, if, if you see something I'm posting that, that you want to borrow, Hey, it'd be nice to let me know and say, Hey, can I borrow that graphic or whatever? I don't have a problem with that. I've got problems with my local competitors doing that, but I don't have a problem with somebody in Georgia borrowing one of my graphics or anything like that. Just Right. And that, uh, that leads me to the, the Facebook group. So if you guys want to, to hang out with Patrick and I and, uh, and get some of the, the great tips that he's leaving over there, just go to uh, techsitebuilder.com slash group. And that'll forward you to the uh, computer business marketing Facebook group. Um, it's a great place to kind of, we, it's a very sharing community there. So let, you know, let folks know what you're doing well and then ask questions about what you're not doing well or what's not working out for you and people will, will help you out. It's a great place. 
Uh, all right, Pat. Well, thanks for, for hanging out with us today on such short notice. And as always, uh, very informative and uh, look forward to seeing you in a couple months. You bet. All right, guys. So uh, before we head out, uh, just wanted to uh, remind you of our second sponsor, and that is Tech Blog Builder. Tech Blog Builder is a new service we just rolled out. And it's, it's basically a blog writing service for your computer business website. Um, what I love about blogs and why I started the service was um, I, I see a lot of computer business owners either trying to write their own blogs and not doing a great job of it. Because let's face it, we're not writers, right? We're, we're techs and we're, you know, business owners, entrepreneurs. Um, writing is a different, this is a different kind of uses a different part of your brain. Um, so we, we try it. We don't do a good job or we get into it. We get, you know, do like five posts in a row and then we just run out of time. And then like a year later, you visit our blog, you visit your blog and there's like a post from, you know, 2016. And, uh, you know, it's about something that's, that's, uh, way outdated. Uh, what I like about blog posts though is that that content can be repurposed in lots of different ways. So not only is it, on your website, so people who visit your website could get information. It also helps with search engine optimization. So if someone happens to be searching for the topic that that blog post was written about, um, and it's you know it's a local type of thing, your post will probably uh, show up at the top because not a lot of other people are talking about that specific topic in your area. So it's great for SEO. Also, it's great to uh, for information that you could put out on social media. You can send it in a newsletter. You can print it out, send it in a physical mail letter. Um, but blog posts can be repurposed for so many things. So what we do at Tech Blog Builder is we have um, professional copywriters write those uh, posts for you. Um, uh, and we make it so that it's easy for regular people to understand, but it's still about technical topics. Uh, and then um, and then you have those blog posts written for you on a regular basis that you can repurpose um, newsletters, social media on your website, and it can continue to generate leads for you and earn money for you. And that's what Tech Blog Builder has been doing for the people who've been signing up is they're noticing spikes in their um, in their visitors on their website. They're getting a lot more leads because of it. And it just kind of frees up that time that you would be rather be spending doing something else than sitting there writing a blog post. Uh, so check it out. Go head on over to techblogbuilder.com. We are going to be increasing the price in the next month or two um, because right now we're basically breaking even with it. Uh, so we're going to have to increase the price pretty soon. Um, so, you know, get in while while the iron's hot, strike while the iron's hot, get in there and then uh, and then get regular blog posts written for your computer business. Let's check that out. Techblogbuilder.com. That's going to do it for this episode of the Computer Business Marketing Show. Let us know what you think. Head over to computerbusinessmarketing.com and leave a comment in the show notes. There you can also find all the links we mentioned in this episode. So we'll have links to like the Facebook Like Checker and the Raffle Copter and Google Alerts, all the stuff we talked about in the show. Um, just go to computerbusinessmarketing.com, find it there. Also, don't forget to leave a review for the podcast if you listen to this podcast in iTunes or Stitcher. We love hearing from you. Um, let me see, no new reviews as of this moment. So we definitely want to uh, to hear what you think of the podcast, and we love to see those reviews. Finally, don't forget to check out our sponsors, techreputation.com and techblogbuilder.com. Thanks, guys, for checking out this episode of the Computer Business Marketing Show. My name is Matthew Rodella saying here's to your success. Mm -hmm.